Hey, everybody. Hello. <laughs> We're on our own today. Dad's left us alone. I'm, <laughs> I'm Tracy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is the first time that you and I have done this without Jake. Is it really? Yeah. In 99 episodes, this right? is the first one? Yeah. <gasps> what can we do? Mm, the, the, the train wheels are off. We're on our own. I think he got out of this episode like on purpose. Like I know it's <laughs> his kid's birthday and like baptism and those are super like important things. Sure. Um, but I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this movie, he was just like, that is the stupidest movie I have He's ever like, I heard of. I, I can't do it. I have got these other things. Um, but we're going to talk about one of the weirdest movies ever made. This is the conclusion of March Madness. This is our oh, 99th episode, right? What a conclusion <laughs> it is. <laughs> I still can't believe you guys went along with it when I was like, you know what we should watch. You know that I'm down for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I would say April of last year, April of 2020, we mm -hmm. were like a month in a month and a half into the pandemic. And, um, my ex-boyfriend, that's what I call him now, but is my fiance. Um, we had been like getting together and watching just bad movies, but bad movies that you're like, this is awful, but it's awesome. Right. We had right, just right. finished watching all of tiger King. Remember that? Because that <laughs> started in March. Um, and, and we're you, like, guys, like, you guys binged it like twice or three times. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We started watching it again the other night as well. So just to like <laughs> go back and reminisce. Carol Baskin. <laughs> but, um, one of his friends was like, Hey, you've got to check out this really awful movie called rubber. And so we found it and we watched it. And this movie was made in 2010 mm -hmm. and it's about a killer tire. A, a killer sentient psychic tire. Yes. Telepathic? So I don't know what the, the this is, is the plot. Let me read the plot for you. <laughs> in the late 1990s, somewhere in the California desert, a tire named Robert suddenly comes to life. At first, he learns how to stand upright and then how to roll. He comes across a plastic water bottle and after hesitating, crushes it. <laughs> I'm loving the dramatic reading. <laughs> comes across a, a scorpion, crushes it, and finally comes across a glass beer bottle, but is unable to crush it by rolling over it. Oh, Robert. <laughs> you know, he might be the most complex character we've ever discussed on this show. Yeah, because as soon as he couldn't roll over that bottle he was like you know what i need to work on my skills right and he really right. hones those psychotic technical skills and he tests his newfound powers on a tin can and a rabbit by making them explode this is a real movie folks this you know, is a real movie <laughs> this this is like my 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 former film student self is so right? excited that they made this film because this is a student film this is if like you, a graduate project you yeah know? if you've never seen a student film or um when when people are going to film school uh, 
so Tracy and I have seen a lot of these and we've made a lot of them, but this mm-hmm. guy that made this movie and his name is Quentin um, Duplex. Is that how you say it? Duplex? Duplex? I don't know. It's French. <laughs> He's the one in um, film school that you knew right away he was going to do better than everyone else in film right. school because he had mm-hmm. this really odd idea. Like I, we had that kid in my film school as well. And we would all be doing like these stories, love triangles, you know, all of this stuff. And then he does a film about a TV, the big box. Well, it's not a big one, but the, it's a small TV, but it's like the big boxy ones Uh and how it still could come alive after you unplugged it. So it was like this, this demon, like tv and i'm like this kid's gonna go far i don't remember his name so obviously he did go far but that could also just be the fact that i don't remember people's names um (laughs) but this movie one of my favorite parts of this movie is the weird audience that they have watching it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what is what is going on with this so they have people that just come up and from afar are like watching this Right. How do you right. explain this, Tracy? Explain this. Because <laughs> I don't. There's no reason. There's no reason. He does. Um, <laughs> the, 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 so, so I think what the director was going for is that, in a way, this is kind of a a meta look at film and filmmaking and film watching. And so you have the creator. Um, you've got the actor with Robert. You've got the audience that is watching. And then without the audience, then the film doesn't exist. So the, the characters can go do their own thing. But it's it's never really fleshed out. It's it's like kind of half-baked, if you will. So, yeah. It's, it's so weird. Could you imagine? Being like, so okay, odd. so we need some extras so, on yeah, this so student it's... film. And you're just going to be in the <laughs> desert. And you're going to, like, look through binoculars. And you're going to all, like jump on top of a roasted turkey and tear it to bits and eat it. And then you're going to pretend to die. And thanks for being part of the movie. And by the way, the movie is about a killer tire. (laughs) 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 What I loved, this is what they try and, and, uh, and really get in your head at film school is that you really have to have your character fleshed out. Mm-hmm. That no amount of dialogue, that that no amount of um, camera work is is going to save your character if your character is not fleshed out. And so what I right. really like about right. this film, as weird as it is, this tire and the way that they give this tire life and personality uh-huh. and the way that they have thought about what this tire needs to have for you and I to believe that this tire could blow something up. Right. (laughs) Like they really, the camera angles are down. Oh yeah. So you're not above the tire. You are at the tires level most of the time. Right. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. The way that the tire shakes, that's not like that's, this isn't a high, there's not a lot of money. This isn't, this is very, very low budget, low budget that they did that I loved as I'm in total agreement with you is the technical camera work 
really and the animation the the way and they physically did this the only yeah. seeing that they cgi'd were the heads exploding right um and heads but, explode by the way heads do explode but it's a very silly yeah it's not a tarantino it's a, it's, a car, it's a cartoon version of a yeah yeah um but just like the little personality quirks that they give this tire through the animation like like you said it starts off and it's kind of buried in the sand and so it has mm -hmm. to kind of shake itself off and then yeah, when it's, it's very kind of like Pixar animated to me. Yes. Like, don't write. So, okay. Except okay. with a physical object instead of computer yeah. animated. Right. And then when it gets up and it, it hasn't rolled for a while. So it's, it's very wobbly and it keeps falling over and it's got to keep pulling itself back up there. There's like, it, it reminded me in a lot of ways, kind of like the beginning of Wally -E, where you yes. have this character that doesn't talk and everything's yes. got to be shown through the movement. Yes. So it's very, so, I mean, it's very like, let's get back to the bare bones of what makes a good movie. And as much as right. this movie is weird, if you take all the silliness out and you really look at what they had to do to make this tire become a character, they did such a great job. And to me, it does kind of, he kind of does have, we were talking about Robert Rodriguez a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. and, um, there are a few moments where I was like, is he going to roll right into a Robert Rodriguez movie? Like, because <laughs> the lighting, totally the lighting mm -hmm. um, in the desert is so bright from behind and how they have the police officers in some shadows and all of this. I'm like, there's going to be a showdown. There's going to, this is the oh, okay corral. Like this totally. is, and yeah, so and, I, I and really thought it was great filmmaking, like outside of all of the nonsense, like, it was really good filmmaking Tec on a technical level. It was super impressive. And like, I was noticing this, the director, whenever we got to the tire, we used really shallow depth of field. Mm -hmm. So we don't have, so those that, that don't know in, in photography and filmmaking, um, you can make a scene where everything's in focus and that's a deep focus, a wide focus, or you can have very selective focus. So you want to draw somebody's attention so there'll be times, especially at the end, can we get into the to the spoiler? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the tire is reborn as a tricycle and it, it focuses on like the handlebars of the of the tricycle and that's all in focus. And then the ground underneath is out of focus as it's rolling through. So you're really honed in on this this version of this character. And it's. On a technical level, I like I was applauding the filmmaker. Yeah. I'm like, way to go. This is this this to me is like a 20 minute student graduate short film that somehow got turned into a feature length and got and, and went kind of cult big. And, yeah. and props to you, man. Which streaming service did you watch it on? Uh, I watched it on Crackle. Which is Crackle. Uh, oh, I have not used Crackle. What's Crackle? It, it, Crackle is the Sony streaming service. Uh, oh, most okay. of the Sony movies are located over there. Okay. But I've never yeah, it was Crackle. it was available on Vudu, it was on Crackle, it was on I think we watched uh, it on Hulu. I was gonna say I think it's on Hulu. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um yeah, it's 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 one that you've got to be in the right mood for. And and luckily last night I was totally in the mood for it. I'm like, it's been a long <laughs> week. <laughs> Give me a stench tire and entertain me. And it did. It did. But again, when we go back to the personality quirks, there were times where you feel kind of bad for this tire. Right. Like there's the scene where it goes to a hotel 
or a uh -huh. motel. Yeah. And it checks into the motel and it's sitting there in the bed by itself watching a NASCAR race. Like it's like dreaming. This of its could have been glory. my life. Exactly. <laughs> this could have been my life. Oh, like, but I, I feel like you wouldn't want people, that life but... because I don't think you understand the life of a NASCAR tire is a very short lived life. Like but they switch glorious. those tires out. But, but the moment that you're in there, makes up for it it's the it's the candle that burns bright and, and burns out it's that kind of life <laughs> it's the rock star actor oh jake i can't believe you're not here for this <laughs> um but yeah so i just really think that the attention to detail so you sit down you write a story about this and you're like you know what we should do and what i don't know whether it was a joke or not mm -hmm. um you know but probably like you said like okay this was something that I had to do in film school or something like a short project I did when I was younger. And now like, I really think we could expand on this either. I don't mm -hmm. know how, but I really think the attention to detail in the stories and in the camera work that I don't know that everyone will appreciate. Like if you haven't right. seen this movie and you're listening to us talk about it, um, I want you to put it on your list of things to do. But again, I would watch it with someone that, um, that equally likes these cheeky things, right? right. Mm -hmm. um, or watch it by yourself because it's so much fun. But I had a really good time watching it with Dave because we were like, what the heck is happening? And then <laughs> we would laugh and they'd be like, oh, that's so great. And then, you know, like you could really feed off of each other, but don't watch it with mm -hmm. someone that doesn't like nonsense because then you're both going right. to hate it. Right. But, but I really think the attention to detail, the characters that they built into this, the casting is fantastic. The locations that they were able to get for oh, this yeah. film, like that motel is perfect. It's this rundown motel out in the middle of nowhere desert. It's it's almost like a Bates Motel type of thing. Right. Or like a motel that it. they're going to have in a movie that like it's the end of the end of days or, you know, exactly. like what was that yes. movie where yes. like all of the angels meet oh. in the middle of the desert and like yes. there's a pregnant girl with the savior baby. Oh, what Bentley's movie is that? that? Yes, 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 yes. Um, it kind of had that vibe to me. Yes. Okay. You talk. I'll look that up real quick. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I got to know. <laughs> yes. That's that not a real. That's a, That's it's a an okay one. movie. Legion. 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 It's an okay movie that I think could have been way better. It was a really great concept, but again, in that movie as well, um, I think that all of the different locations that they were able to get was really fantastic. But this movie for being so there's only other than the road, cause there's just a lot of road that you could probably reuse over and over. There's right. only like what four different locations, mm -hmm. um, in mm -hmm. this movie. So very easy to make, um, because you're just reutilizing the locations that you have and resetting them up, which is really right. cool. So to me, like I'm geeking out after I watch it, as I go back and watch it again, just as a filmmaker geek and me like, okay, like let's go make a movie this weekend. Like we could do it. Totally. We could totally do it. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I just kept thinking of how creative this director was in order to hide a mechanical gimbal remote control unit yes. inside this tire because the tire's rolling down the street and the camera's moving with it. And you never see the control unit of what's making this thing go. Yeah. And I'm thinking the technical stuff behind it that these guys did and 11 great years editing. ago and great editing too. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
just the just the technical expertise of knowing how to animate this tire to, physically to actually do it and then do it so well. Yeah, I mean it's just phenomenal in that regard. Yeah, and and uh, just knowing that there could be like another movie come up after this, or because mm -hmm. they put it in your thought, like okay, something bigger could happen because this tricycle like rolls Leads. up starts to lead an army. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like and in my mind, like all tires. I wanted to hear was this song. I, and they probably couldn't use it, but they see me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> like all these tires roll up. The sequel. And they head the for sequel. the town. We gotta get and they that. head for a city, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, when they were coming out of the desert and they started going into the city and you, you see these like, freeway signs out of focus yes. in the background and i'm like oh please tell me they're going to go take on hollywood because again it's this kind of meta play on film and filmmaking and yeah. this tire is is bringing his army to hollywood and then you see the hollywood sign and i was just giggling i'm like this is just I, the director probably pinched himself throughout this film going i can't believe i'm doing this yeah right <laughs> I got the feeling that everybody just had a blast making this thing. Like, well, and yeah, I, I would think that everybody had a really good time. I, I kind of want to go back and kind of look, and I should have done it before. Like how many days did it actually take to mm -hmm. make this film? And um, it's only 82 minutes, which is great. The budget was 800,000. So I'm thinking that a lot of that is permits, the hotel, I'm sure the yeah. after, you know, um, post-production pay, pay your actors a little bit um you probably had to pay somebody to do the the controlling of the tire yeah and i'm sure you they know. went through a lot of tires i'm sure that they they did yeah but then they cast robert and you know if we were to try and do cast off i don't know that i could recast this movie because robert <laughs> just <laughs> That tire is so good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think a good year could have fit in and on they, this. They actually this do have kind of a larger cast than I thought, just because, yeah, when you count up all of those people all in the, the desert the watchers, with them, the yeah, mm -hmm. um, then they do. But yeah, it was made, um, it was distributed by a French company called UFO Distribution, which is perfect. <laughs> like, that's just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um realism films is one of the production okay. companies which is funny um so yeah so that's really really fun um i don't know i just thought it would be really interesting and different to kind of um do that so this is funny i'm reading in the production and it says um it actually references wally -E. during the oh, writing really? process the tire robert was designed solely as a bad guy with no redeeming qualities while shooting. However, the director determined that it was the wrong approach, realizing there's nothing evil about the tire based partly on early camera tests. Um, he reworked um, to be more like a stupid dog. He said the 2008 animated film Wally -E, specifically the first act was a huge influence on the character. Hey! So there you All go. Right. All right. I like that. And I like the fact too, because yeah, Robert the tire, he's not just this, you could have made him a very one dimensional character and he could have just right. been this evil psychotic tire. And 
you know, he's 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 just he's got layers to him. <laughs> he does. As silly as it seems, like if you watch the film, we want to hear your feedback for sure. But if you oh, haven't, totally. I would really like you to go watch it. And then I would love to have like just I don't know text us or email us or whatever you want to do. I, I kind of want to have, or if you ever see us in person someday at Please. some point, hopefully yes. in September hopefully at Fan X. We're, we're there. Um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully we'll be um, like doing just some stop more us live and, stuff and tell me what, yeah. Tell us what you think about this movie because I, it's just so different. It's so odd, but at the same time, I really, really love it so much because it just shows how much you can do with a movie and how much you can do with the right kind of de movie development. Like this last week we covered the Snyder cut, but I also mm -hmm. um, watched, um, well, I tried to watch jujitsu. Um, it's on the list. <laughs> which it's, oh the, my the gosh. Nicolas I, Cage I, samurai. It's the new Nicholas Cage samurai movie. And it has so many well-known people in it. It's got the, bad guy from the Avengers that's in the elevator with Captain America. And I can't ever remember oh, his name. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's got all the right parts, like pieces and all these things. It's awful. I had to shut it off. I couldn't watch oh, no. it. This movie has better um, direction, better mm. writing, um, better, uh, I would say, uh, special effects. Oh wow! Than, than jujitsu, and I'm sure that movie cost millions of dollars oh, to I'm make, sure. namely because Nicolas Cage is in it. But I think they really like. He was like, I don't even need a script. Just tell me what's going on in the scene, and I'll I'll go from there. I'll handle this from here. That that is Nicolas Cage to a T. Yeah, and I uh, I don't mind it. Like I was really no. hoping to see a really bad movie, um, but in a good way, like this one. Um, and it was just really bad and i know it's called jujitsu but it had way too many fight fight scenes like it was mm -hmm. just so much fighting mm -hmm. um but what this movie does is, is like okay you can have a, a low budget right you can have a fleshed out idea that when you're working it on set you realize you know what this isn't working like what mm -hmm. can we do and i think i feel like some movies don't give themselves enough room to breathe with that where I they're so like this agree. is just the movie we have to make it's not working but we have to make this movie um hence it's the tunnel vision and, the and warner, that's warner the, brothers dc talking, talking about um pixar that's one of the things that i love about pixar like they're going along with ratatouille and ratatouille is is not working Mm -hmm. And so they fire the director and they bring in Brad Bird who rewrites the script in like three days and then has to meet with all the animators and say, I know you've worked on this for the last two years. I know that you have done all of this. We're still we making don't a release scrap date, it. Yeah. but we're starting over. And that's going to mean a lot of long hours and weekends and nights. And it and, worked. And it absolutely does. So when when you're right, when when you're on a film and something isn't working, man. It doesn't matter how great the director's vision is. If it doesn't work for the film, you've got to let it go. And that's one thing that I felt like Snyder just couldn't do. I feel like, like that's oh, the I really entire like Cats shot. movie. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Because there are some <laughs> things that work. There are some things that work on a stage. There are some mm -hmm. things that work as a musical. There are some things that work as a book. And right. not all of those things translate to the other. And not all of those things translate to the big screen. Yeah, and like, probably the stage play would be a little difficult. 
But it would be so much fun to watch. It would be a great live theater experience, though. Can you imagine being in a live theater with like 50 people watching a tire? (laughs) (laughs) Can we all... We all need to be I, high. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, and that's the thing. This is like so avant-garde and so yeah. stupid, but so well done. You can't but like it's, for some reason we relate to it because yes. the character is so great and the way that they take their time to again, like you said, the way and I can't believe like we didn't read that thing about Wally until just now. Like we had no yeah. idea. But um when you work through that and it's why we all related to Wally so much, he's not even like the tires, at least like a, something you can touch something you can Wally is something that we don't, we can't do anything with. Right? right. Right. But when you have a movie like that, when you have animated films, when you have things that are not the normal, you really have to pay um, attention to detail on yeah. like creating that character. And just those little things, like you said, like it shaking itself off it mm-hmm. not being able to get up. It passed a few things that it could have um, exploded and it didn't. It chose right. not to hurt those things. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. gave us that, okay, he's got some kind he's of. He's not this murderous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but I, but it, and in the description, you read it, but yeah, he rolls over. He's wobbly. He's just getting his legs together. And he rolls over the plastic bottle, but it's not just an immediate roll. Like he rolls up to it and hits it and kind of pauses and then tries to go over it again and pauses and then finally rolls over and crushes it. And you want to like applaud the guy. And then it rolls over, um, I think a a soda can, if I remember Uh right. And you're like, okay, he's getting stronger. He's getting better. This is like a training montage from (laughs) Rocky. And then you see the scorpion and you're like, oh, scorpion's going to get crushed. And then it does. And you're like cheering for it. And then when he hits the glass bottle and he can't smash it, you're like, oh, poor guy. And then he's like, and then he figures it out, figures it out and overcomes it and moves on. And you're kind of like, all right, buddy, that's, you know, but, um, the other scene that absolutely had me in stitches is when the maid comes to clean the room (laughs) (laughs) because so often, and they, we do have this, like there's a woman who goes into the hotel and she's showering and you don't see anything. She's through a glass, uh, you know, shower partition, but the people in the audience are, are really tuning in. And the dad, the dad with his son is telling his son, stop looking, stop looking. And the son's like, dad, you know? <laughs> so, but then they turn that on its head and the maid comes to the room to clean it. And she pulls back the shower partition and then it's just the shower wall. And then the camera has to pan down and there's the tire in the bathtub taking, taking a shower. And just... <laughs> And she picks it up and throws it out. And then of course the dirt gets stuck to the tire, you know, right. he got himself cleaned off after a tough day on the road. And, and then he has to go in and, and murder her because she disrupted his day, you know? Yeah. He, I mean, he had to. <laughs> anybody that disrupts your shower and throws you out on the street, what do you need to do to them? You need to kill right? them. <laughs> <laughs> don't really, literally, I don't condone literally any of that. Picks him up, literally picks yeah. him up and throws him out. I honestly, and that was kind of weird to me because I'm like, okay, you work in this there. Somebody could have been washing that tower for that tire for a purpose. 
Right. Like, who are you to throw someone's tire out on the road? You don't know if this is some that lady's story. tire. Now you've thrown her tire out on the road. Like, yeah. That. And she's got a maybe she went to go get like soda or was like going to pick a breakfast for the tire. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. And you yeah. make the decision to just throw them out. I mean, that's that's humanity rejecting yeah. the, the, the rubber technology. You know, it's racism in a way. <laughs> I think it would be more bigotry than it bigotry. would be. Bigotry. That's true. Racism. This is this is very but see this is this film is so meta. It just works on so many levels. I do think I do think that the lady in the shower though is very much making a point of okay, so we've gone through this whole movie and there's been no sex. There's right. been no salacious, you mm-hmm. know, things. Okay, we're going to have to give it to you and then you go to show it and it's him and it's kind of like, you know, um <laughs> and it was the best <laughs> fu ever. Like I I was howling. Like I'm sitting there watching this thing and my sides are hurting because I'm laughing so hard. Cause I'm like, you've taken this trope and you have yeah. turned it on its head. And then you have this tire just getting, you know, getting showered off. And didn't the guys who were playing the cops, I'm like, I know these guys. They looked really familiar. Like yeah. I want to go back and like, look them up because I'm I like, feel like these cops are they could have been in like super troopers or something, you know. I mean, yeah, they were really familiar, but I couldn't place them super at all. Troopers. <laughs> um but again, just the the just the technical aspects of it, the 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 technical filmmaking acumen, and I loved and it just took me right back to film school and I loved it. And I love what you said is afterwards I was like, okay. Cause I've had several ideas just bopping around in my head for a while. Yeah. I, real life just keeps you from doing it, but it's like, you know sure what? Does. We got to just figure out a way to go get these things done and get them out and, and let them be what they're going to be. Trying to see if this guy was in anything, in that anything I, of merit. I remember. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's got a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff. So I, I question the guy who brings the poison. He was from- in the lost world. He was oh. in independence day. I don't All like right. Lute- he was Lieutenant in independence day. <laughs> lieutenant. He was Dr. Robert Burke in the lost world. So he got a name. Um, On his IMDb, there isn't anything past 2017. Hmm. So he's played a lot of deputies, a lot of police officers. <laughs> That's where we know him from. He was the, the hammer genre. in Grey's Anatomy. I don't know. Um, don't know like, that one. I hope that the hammer was a person and he didn't play an inanimate object. That would be awesome, though. Um, but that's funny. He was in Shameless for an episode. So, again, we've seen he was in Law and Order. So mm-hmm. he's been in, like, a lot of things that you're you're recognizable, which is very good casting. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't afford to get a big name, you definitely want to have people in your film that they're like, I know him or I know her. It's creating that um, familiarity right. that mm-hmm. audiences really love. Because he's been in the X, X-Files, um, oh, wow. Varsity Blues, um, NYPD Blue, Mercury Dang. Rising. These aren't just like um, quirky our lives for a lot of episodes. These are legit high budget pieces yeah so uh, er 
Wow. You know, a lot of, so, and, and a lot of these things were like, he's been on them for one or two episodes, but he was in super eight as Rooney. I need to see that movie again. I haven't watched super eight in a long time. I haven't time. watched that one for a while. That one was yeah, pretty it's, good. It's yeah. been a little bit. Um, um, so question for you though. Yeah. How, how are we like discussing this film and it's silliness and you crapped all over time. bandits? <laughs> so this is the thing. <laughs> I'm watching this last night and I'm like, this is okay. But Time yeah. Bandits was too weird and yeah, silly. I mean, this is Tracy, you you know this about movies is that there is no rhyme or reason to no. how a different person reacts to a film. And that's what's so great about movies is that you can have uh so I think you and I kind of agree on I mean, I feel like I'm in the middle of you and and uh-huh. uh Jake. Um he's not yeah. here for five minutes and I forgot his name. Um <laughs> But I I feel like I'm like the middle person. Like sometimes I'm like way over with Jake and sometimes I'm way over with Tracy. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like you can sit all three of us in front of movies and we're going to have different reactions. And I love it when we get to go to movies together because I love seeing how we react to different things in the films. And I'm not saying that I didn't like time balance. One, I I wasn't really in the mood for it. And I think if you wouldn't have been in the mood for this movie, you would have been like, Oh, you but I also think the reason right why through. you and I both like this film where I'm not sure that Jake would get into it is that we do like it, it sparks something in us to go mm-hmm. want to, to make something similar, like right. to go make right. a movie. And, and that's not saying anything about Jake. Like it's just no, that uh-uh. you went, we, once we have you've that been experienced of going through school and yeah, once you've been through film school one, it really like, I, couldn't watch movies normally for about five years and nobody wanted to watch movies or TV shows with me or ask me my opinion because Uh like you're, it just does something to your brain that some people never know how to separate themselves from it. Um, And, and then some people like Tracy and I, we can now say, you know what, we can watch things like rubber sharknado, you know, Uh time bandit and we can enjoy it and Uh still be over here and be critical about whatever. But we can um, we can break down a Darren Aronofsky film yeah. just like we can break down rubber. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you're exactly right because for a while after film school, like I it sucked the fun out of movies yeah. for me for a while. And I was like, it's like, oh well, it's not the quality. But that, that pompous expect. power was really neat for a little bit, right? Oh, it was like great. the fact that you knew all these things and you're like, let me tell you about this film. So when they use the neutral density filter on the camera, I never said that. (laughs) I never, I have never said that sentence to anyone. So high five to you, my friend. (laughs) But I would like, I would get into like the breakdown of the symbolism and the the character motivation and the, the, how the, how the lighting represents the inner working of the character and, and any movie that had flashbacks in it for five years, I'm like, that's just crap. You shouldn't <laughs> ever need a flashback because they teach you in film school. Like you don't never be, have flashbacks in your movie because if you need flashbacks, you're not telling your story correctly. Well, you get over that very quickly because there are some movies that they do it so well. It is right. needed. They actually develop the story based on flashbacks. But um, but yeah, for five years, I was like so like overly... You were the guy who, about you were the, you're the nerd who like pushes the glass. Well, actually. Yeah. I what and I wish no. I was even a nerd about it. I was a B word about it. Like oh, I yeah. was awful. I oh, was wow. 
awful. I'm pretty sure I lost some friends over <laughs> I probably lost some customers at the video store. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tracy, have you seen the Blockbuster documentary yet? It's on my list. I was planning on watching Do it tonight. Do it today. Okay. Because I right. watched it, and the whole time, I was just like, I... Was I? I want Tracy here with me. Like it was so good. It's exactly what I needed. I kind of had like a hard week, just like health wise, trying uh -huh. to get over my shot. It just was really. It took me down, and it mental. And yeah. when you're sick, and you don't want to be sick, and you shouldn't be sick, like it mentally kind of you know well, bums you, you out. But you you hadn't been sick for a year. <laughs> you know, like all year we've no. I've been people. sick. I've been plenty well, sick. You know, but <laughs> yeah. like, okay, so I got, I got my second shot and it knocked me on my butt for a couple days. Yeah. Um, everybody else that I know that got the second shot, they're like, oh, my arm hurt, but no big deal. Well, mine um, was on the I, first shot. And that's why yeah, I was like, so why did everybody else like get off easy? And I'm over here like sweating, like freaking uh -huh. big, like it was awful. But anyway, so, oh, I had, yeah. so put the Netflix thing on your Great. list because it was so much fun. And it made me so happy to watch it. And I was just thinking about you the whole time. I got to um, say, after watching this, though, I watched a couple episodes from the new season of Nailed It. Have you watched that show? I've seen on one episode of Nailed It. It is, it is so funny that you just have these, these people who are non-bakers. Yes. And they have to try and recreate in like 40 minutes this yeah. beautiful, yeah. ornate cake. That looks like it's from Pinterest. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And these poor people have to like try and recreate it. But the host is just so delightful. Nicole, Nicole Byer. Yeah. Um, and then they have a French pastry chef who in the first couple of seasons was like, what have I gotten myself into? And now he's just <laughs> now like he's enjoying a good time. himself. He's having a good time. Oh, I think I watched one episode of that show and I was like, this is just me on a regular. This is my kitchen every day. <laughs> like <laughs> me and baking. That's one thing that I really want to get better at, but I also want to lose 40 pounds. So right. it's this mm -hmm. like, I can, a, I, I figured out during the pandemic that I don't suck at cooking. And right. so I, and I'm saving everyone from me just constantly posting about food. So I actually created my own food Instagram to put it over there. So it's not just it's inundating really people. Um, but baking, I want to get better at. It's just going to have to happen after the wedding. <laughs> oh, my, my friend brought me for my birthday last week. She brought me a banana pudding cake. And it was oh, like I saw that for vanilla your birthday. cake, vanilla or uh, banana pudding vanilla wafers, buttercream, another layer of cake. And it was, so it looked amazing. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, really sad because after our episode last week, because the whole time I was like, we need to sing happy birthday to him on the episode. We need to sing happy birthday uh, to him on the episode. And then we got so into this movie and then I totally forgot about it. And then as soon as it was over and we were done, I was like, ah, oh, poo. Uh, dang it. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I think that's the only time we could get Jake to sing on the air. No, didn't he sing like two episodes ago? Oh no, we he did. All You're sang. right. We all That's sang. Right. Yes, we all sang the Snyder Cut thing. Snyder Cut. I don't even remember what it's something Snyder like that. Cut. Yeah. Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing that I watched too. It was a weird night last night, so I watched Rubber, and okay. then I watched uh, two episodes on HBO Max. There's a new six-part documentary, and the first two episodes have dropped, and it's called Q into the storm. I saw that you watched that. And so I put it in my queue to watch it oh, tonight man. because I, 
I Ooh. that's why I love HBO is I love their documentaries and oh, I am all 100%. over it. Did you already watch and we're totally off topic now, but we'll rate this movie in a minute. Um, yeah. But did you watch the college scandal documentary yet? Not yet. That's on my list too. Yeah. There's and a that lot one's of on Netflix, on right? Um, I think that one's on Netflix. Sure. I don't know. I go through, I, like I, I switch around but, from, from all the streamings. And so I just know it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's on my list. The last blockbusters on my list, but yeah, Q into the storm. This guy has been researching Q and the Q anon movement yeah. since like the beginning. This guy has been doing this for years and he's been trying to unravel this whole conspiracy for years. And he thinks that he knows who Q is and but it goes into what these people believe and how it's set up and how it all started and it's horrifying and fascinating at the same time so i did that and then i had to do nailed it for a couple episodes to kind of right cleanse my brain you know um but i i'm looking forward to our so we, we're finishing march madness uh-huh. what a way to finish this is like the cherry on top <laughs> um but I'm excited in April. We're kind of doing, cause it's, it's spring and it's been a long winter yeah. and we're starting to come out of quarantine and people are getting their COVID vaccines. And so it's going to be films that kind of make you feel good yeah. and make you feel kind of happy. rebirth that spring rebirth. kind of shake off all the, the nonsense. Be like, and... be like Robert the tire and shake, <laughs> shake that bird off. Just don't kill anybody. Don't kill anybody, <laughs> but you know, take a long shower Get cleaned up, get feeling better. <laughs> so I know this is crazy, but I'm giving this movie a B. You're exactly like, I think where it's I a am. solid B. It's so much fun. And even if you're not into like filmmaking and you've never gone to film school and you can just like watch a movie and be like totally enamored with its ridiculousness. I really think this movie is so much fun. I'm, I'm so glad that, um, this was referred to us because I, I never would have known this movie existed. That's one of the, right. it never would have really passed um, my eyes. And so it was so great. And there, I just love it that there's so many of these out there and you just like have to find them. So they're um, like little nuggets that you're digging for, you know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta get through a lot of dirt and a lot of useless crap. There are and then so many bad nugget. movies out there, jujitsu. And that's the thing. This is a bad movie, but it's a but it's well good. done. Good. It was bad made movie. to be the way that it is, and they yes. did it the right way. And so it's yeah, it's so much fun. And so, so there, what grade you know, do you there, give it? I'm right there with you. This is a B for me. It's a B film, literally. Yeah. Um, it's it's about a sentient tire that that can blow things up with its mind. But it's a lot of fun. It's, I mean, the the, the story is silly, and you yeah. gotta know that going into it. And it's weird, and it's. Quirky. And there are things that are there just to be there. Like they oh, don't. I'm the sure whole, the director had a reason for them, but I haven't figured a lot of them out. And I think he excuses a lot of that in the opening monologue, where he's talking about how why do things happen? No reason. No reason. You know, it's in real life. Why is the sky blue? No yeah. reason. Yeah. It just is. And that's how it is in the movie too. Like things happen and you're like, no reason that happened. You know, <laughs> usually, yeah. usually everything is so pl- plotted out and so, you know, precise. And this is like, who knows, no you know, well, um, but, next, but the, the technical oh, side, I was going to say that just the technical aspect, um, the love of film and filmmaking 
um, the 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 animation that they did the it's it's a B for me, and I was surprised. This is one that I had heard about, and it was on my radar because I have weird friends who recommend weird stuff to me, which whom I love and adore. <laughs> and uh, so this had been on my list for a while. So I was so glad when you mentioned. It. I'm like, because I had kind of forgotten about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, hey, I need to <laughs> check that out. So well done. Well, next week is our 100th episode. We will have Jake back and we're so excited. Thank you so much for following us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Please subscribe. We're trying to get to our 100th subscriber on YouTube so that we can get our very own URL. That's important to us. Um, But we appreciate you guys sticking with us like this long. Um, And please, please, please give us some feedback. I'm looking forward to our 100th episode and, uh, We will not see you with the movies.